Mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Today, I have the pleasure of talking to two of my good friends and former soccer teammates, Sophie and Leah, both recent Bethel grads. They both studied abroad together in Gold Coast, Australia through a third-party provider called ISA. I'm excited for them both to share about their experiences, see what it is like to go abroad with a Bethel friend through a third party, and the struggles of time zone communication. Hello, friends. <laughs> Hi, Megan. How, how are you both? Amazing. So great. How are you? I'm good. Living life. Can we start off this little conversation by you guys telling me your most cringiest caption um, that you posted on social media while you were abroad? Mine, I would say, when I was scrolling through, I don't have... Not tie myself up, but I don't have stupid captions because mm-hmm. I would always make fun of my friends. Mm-hmm. And so then when I think of them, I'm like, okay, well, I can't post anything stupid or else they're going to make fun of me. The one I would say, I posted a picture with Nicole, my mm-hmm. friend, and we were at the zoo. And it was like one of the last days we were there. Anyways, we're like laying down with the kangaroos. And I said, if only we pet deer like this in Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> and I thought that was funny because everyone in Australia is like, why the heck does everyone like kangaroos when they're mm-hmm. not from here? And I'm like, well, we don't have them. They're super cool. Yeah. But they are like, they're everywhere. We hate them. We like hit them with our car on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like. So the kangaroos are, are deer. Like, yes. Yeah, that's what they That's said. what they'd say. They're like, it's very much like deer to you guys for mm-hmm. us. And we're over here like jumping with them at the zoo and like petting them. And I'm like, this would be weird if we saw foreigners come to Minnesota and just go up to deer and pet them. That Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, so, that's funny. Thank you. That's my best <laughs> caption that I came up with. I think I thought this was, like, really clever at the time. <laughs> but it was just a picture of me and my friend on the beach. And I, I go, the ocean calls. We answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, was so I, cute. I thought it was pretty cool yeah. when I posted it. But looking back, I'm not can so sure. Can you even see the ocean? Um, you can see the sand. <laughs> You literally can only see the sand. <laughs> okay, the se- in the second picture, you can see the ocean. Nice. But I just think I thought I was really cool for doing that, and I don't know anymore. <laughs> I love that. That's cringy. That's funny. It is. It's like cringy <laughs> yeah. basic. Should I change it? <laughs> right now, two years later. So whose caption was better, did you think? I think I like the deer. But yes! just because it's a good comparison. But I do think Lizard. the ocean one is <laughs> I very... thought it was short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, short and sweet to the point. Yeah. The pictures kind of go with it. Yeah. It is a picture of Leah. It is with the ocean. It has the ocean in it. And it's me, yeah. me and, and you probably wanted to show Not off long. to everyone else that <laughs> you're, you're so much tropical. I probably at the time thought, yeah. Well, everyone is in the snow in Minnesota. So, yeah. <laughs> Making them jealous. You both studied abroad in Gold Coast, Australia mm-hmm. in the spring of 2020, right before mm-hmm. COVID, which we'll get into later. Joy. When you guys think about your time abroad, what is the first memory or maybe like your best memory that comes to mind right off the bat? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I know my... Say it. Um, <laughs> this isn't, like, super deep or anything, but... Just background. It's, like, it was extremely hot when we got there. Like, super humid. Mm-hmm. It's very tropical weather there. Tropical rainforest weather. And it was just, like, a lot to get there and, like, get all our stuff together. And, you know, it was a lot of... We stayed in a hostel the first night and then had to go to the university, like, a couple days later. It was just, a, like, we weren't very settled right away. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... We get to the university and we're like walking to the ladies taking us to our dorm, which mine happened to be like the farthest one away. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and, yes. And I just like wasn't dressed for, 
I don't know. I just, I wasn't dressed right for the day. <laughs> I was in, like, <laughs> sandals. Anyway, so we're, like, she's taking us to our dorm. Um, we have all of our luggage. So it's, like, three, I have, like, three big bags or something. We have a bunch of stuff. She takes us up this pretty decent-sized, like, hill <laughs> <laughs> to get to our dorm. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot with all the luggage, like I said. So we get to the top. And right when we finally get to the top, and this was after I, it hurt my foot, I think. Mm-hmm. I also, sure. I, I actually got kind of injured, like, the first day we got there. Anyway, just a side note. But So I was, like, kind of limping already. And then we get to the top of this hill. I turn around, and I see probably one of my biggest suitcases just roll <laughs> down. Roll down the entire and hill. And Leah just watches. And then it had so much momentum from going down the hill, so it went, like, way farther than the hill, too. And I just stood there, and I just watched it, like... I didn't even move. I just watched it just fly down, go so That's far away. And I had to, like, turn around and go get it, obviously. And everyone was just, we were all just so, like, tired. And it was just one of those, like, That's incredible. That's, moments. like, that is so funny. But, yeah, that's actually oh probably gosh. my first, one of my is first Is that your favorite memories. memory? No. Nope. <laughs> that's the favorite one that she, yeah. that was her highlight of all of That was the first thing I thought yeah. of. I love that. That is a good story. Yeah. I'm sure people will laugh at that. Sophie what about you I think for me something that came up was driving to Noosa which was like four three four hours away from where we're staying at and everyone designated me to be the driver and so (laughs) I'm driving on the left side of the road yeah which was crazy I was literally like having nightmares the night before because I'm like okay I don't want, I don't trust anyone else, but I also don't really trust myself oh because my everything's backwards. Were you able to rent cars and drive? We were, actually. That <laughs> was a that's, sketchy rental service. That's the scariest That part. was a big situation, too. We, halfway there, got an email from the guy we rented the car from, and he was like, your car is still here, or something like that. And we couldn't find the car for the longest time, and we basically, like, broke into one and just took it. I think eventually we found out, like, we did take the right car, but for the yeah, longest time, we're like, we just stole just... this random car, and we're driving away with it, and we can just take it wherever. I would say that's something cool that I took back with me, because a lot of people can't say that they drove mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the left side of the road in a foreign country, especially when we're there. It's, like, small town, yeah. so, and everyone's walking on the road, and everywhere we go is roundabouts. So the directions, it was like, okay, take the first right, take straight, like, go left, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. And so we'd all just be screaming at each other on the left (laughs) side. Like, a dude would be looking on the left side, you'd be looking on the right, Mm -hmm. we'd be looking, we were just, like, a teamwork. And I just feel like that was, that was such a fun but interesting Mm -hmm. different road trip. And then everyone's like, yeah, I want to try it. But then when they, when we got to the place, they're like, no, you just drive. (laughs) Like, you can be the designated Was it stick or automatic? It was automatic. Was okay. Not yeah, oh no, gosh. I would have. I good. don't know I'd how like, to drive stick. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. yeah. That would have been ten times worse, and I think we wouldn't have gone. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> and then you wouldn't have had that trip. And then we wouldn't have had that trip, and we wouldn't have hung out with our Spain friends there. Mm-hmm. That was fun. fun. What a good time. What a great time. <laughs> that was a fun memory. I don't have any stupid moments like Leah's. <laughs> I can't. Leah, it's like I took on the all exhaustion have to. of 48 hours plus your suitcase. Just, like, I would die. It was just really I would just, like, not. Moments. I would not get it. I'd get it the next day. I almost. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're on the plane traveling for, like, two 
two days straight. Fourteen hours was our longest flight. Oh, where? And then from? we stayed at a hostel for. That's from a LA week. to yeah. We almost missed our flight. That too. was from LA to to. Well, you Sydney. both flew standby, right? No. No. In your heart. How was the first week after you kind of had, like, settled in, you were having orientation, walking to your classes around campus? Like, mm-hmm. how did you feel? Was it similar to how you thought you would feel? Or, like, were you scared? Or how are you feeling, I guess, for your future four months living in Australia? I would say for me, I guess, before we arrived at Bond University, our school, mm-hmm. when we were, when we flew for literally, like, two days straight, same clothes, sweaty socks, everything... <laughs> We were late when we arrived, so our ISA program left without us, so we had to find our own transportation there. Oh it was gosh. just like, like they planned that kind of because we landed later, but mm-hmm. it was just a lot of work to get there, and we, mm-hmm. and it was hot. So I'm just like so cranky, yeah. and I'm not okay, and I'm like, I have to put on the perfect, like, great face to meet First all these people that I'm yeah. going to be hanging with for four months. So we get in the hostel, and it's super hot, and mm-hmm. we get in this no room. No air conditioning. Yeah, the and there's just beds everywhere, and girls crap everywhere, because they've already been there for a couple mm-hmm. hours, oh. and it's just like, I so was, gross. I was like, I need my own room, I want to be <laughs> alone, I, this is not okay. And of course, like, the last two beds, no one wanted, <laughs> but they're ours. Yeah. So I took, like, the back upper bunk. I was like, oh, this is fine, whatever. And throughout the day, you're just miserable because you're just wanting to sleep. But then you also have this big high of, like, people. Mm-hmm. But I totally forgot about all the nasty um, animals. There? Yeah. Oh, lots. There was they this They say that, like, everything that can kill you is in Australia. Is in Australia. And what? I found, yeah. Like what? People say. That's terrifying. Snakes, spiders, spiders. snakes, yeah. There's this huge spider in like the toilet i freaked out because i totally forgot i was like yeah this is you know you see little spiders at home and you can kill it whatever and then later that evening there was a girl who freaked out because there's a spider either under her bed or on her bed Mm. and i was up and Mm. i saw it and it like just moved so to say the least all of my emotions the first week of being in australia i was like why the heck did i come here all of these animals are here that's gonna kill me i slept with like six layers of clothes on that night and put my suitcases <laughs> up against the with wall with the no air conditioning yes hot, hot, i did hot not hot care room. i was like i would rather die from heat than die from a spider crawling on my face and like killing me are they poisonous or what's the deal yeah yeah not there's all not all of them okay. but there's but they're just huge so can you imagine just like waking up in a sleep? i feel and they're I, so I feel fast right now. they're so fast I think they're on me the first week, I feel like I felt a lot of just, like, emotion of, like, why am I here? I, like, miss my family. I'm exhausted. But then I think the more trips and fun things we mm-hmm. did, like, when we went surfing and we got instructions and we mm-hmm. got to meet Aussie people and we went to the beach. And then when we finally got to Bond, it was like, okay, clean room. I'm finally out of that terrible hostel with all these messy people or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think it took maybe, like, two weeks to feel like, okay, I'm going to get used to this and I'm okay. But I think the very beginning, it was a little culture shock for me. I feel like I was filled with, like, a lot of doubt for a while in the beginning. Um, I can't say, I don't know exactly how long it lasted, but it lasted, like, longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. I think I was kind of was, like, overthinking the experience of it all. And, like, there is so much buildup to study abroad. Like, everyone, people saying it's going to change your life, it's this and that. 
I didn't think I was, like, letting that get to me, but I actually kind of naturally was, like, overthinking that expectation a little mm-hmm. bit. And so I think that was part of the thing that threw me off in the beginning. And just, yeah, kind of those questions, like, why am I here? Like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of preparation. It's a lot. It's it's just a lot yeah. to a lot get there. So I feel like in the beginning I was just, like, doubting and was just, like, why am I here? What Yeah, like, what do I want to get out of this? Which mm-hmm. I, I did think about beforehand, but it's obviously different once you're there. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, the heat and just the exhaustion was so... <laughs> draining at first especially because it's like I felt like I didn't have any like social energy in Mm -hmm. me to like (laughs) which is hard when you're like supposed to be meeting your friends for the like new people for the first time and seeing who you vibe with yeah which I was just like not there in that headspace I feel like for a while so well even remember when we went in that amphitheater place and Cole yeah was like he had a powerpoint of oh yeah the rules so like you don't tip in Australia Mm -hmm. and you like they say (laughs) Mm -hmm. like the c word and that's normal and that's like a compliment like little cultural shocks like that where you're just like this is a whole new world yeah. over here. I'm glad that they did that for you. Because when I went to Spain, like, they did not. They had, like, a lesson on security, like, showed us around the city um, and, like, showed us our classroom. But we never got lesson on, like, how mm. our what cultural norms are appropriate here and, like, what's different from your hometown. Because most of the people were from the U.S. So, like, wow. That mm-hmm. would have been very helpful to know. Right. It was super helpful. And they even told us more about Bond University of, like, teachers know you're there to travel and live the experience because a lot of people there were you know there for studying abroad or Mm -hmm. older or whatnot and so they're like as long as you get your homework done and you communicate well like your Mm -hmm. teachers will love you and that's so different from you know actually going to a university to study and you know you're not there to travel you're there to study so it was very good information in the beginning but it was a lot of like this is good to know but it's this is you're realizing how different the world is Mm -hmm. speaking of speaking speaking of heat (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the heat, I remember that there were a lot of forest fires in Australia um, back in spring 2020. And you guys were, like, right around them or at least in the same vicinity than, like, your Bethel counterparts. So can you talk a little bit about, like, did that interrupt your time abroad at all? Or, like, how did people react there? Was it different, like, at Bond University versus normal Aussies living there? Kind of walk me through that experience. Yeah, honestly, we were very fortunate that we weren't in the area where it was really bad. Like there might've been slight like air quality effects of it. Yeah, no, we were super fortunate to not be that really, we really weren't that affected by it. Like it didn't change much for us as far as our like itinerary and stuff. We would get like updates in our email from like the Australia government. Yeah. Australia emergency government. Oh, yeah. It was a hot topic for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, My parents and my friend's parents were like, Mm -hmm. are these, like, these fires are happening? Of course, like, when you're there, (laughs) like, freaking out, all this stuff. And we're just like, what? So it was was a hot topic for sure. And I took a journalism class. (laughs) (laughs) It's fire. Oh, my gosh. See, that's how you slide them. That was a good I one. Leah, didn't even Leah you guys that. is giving us content. Wow. She's uh, all about it. this hot vibe. <laughs> okay, anyways, continue. <laughs> hot topic. Um I took a journalism class and so we would write the school newspaper and Ooh, whatnot. So we cool. would come up with a lot of things and a lot of it was so easy to talk about just because a lot of it was the fires that were happening. I feel too like 
we learned a lot about koalas because koala <laughs> bears live in the forest. <laughs> a lot of them were dying, and oh, we just, that makes me cry. Which mm-hmm. is super sad, and we realized they're like everyone's like, oh, they're gonna become extinct or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, exactly. But it also made me learn too that like when we went to the zoo, I remember that was a thing. You could wait in line and pay extra money to oh, yeah. hold a koala and get a picture. And they're going extinct, basically. Yes, but the thing was, everyone was talking about how when they detach from something and hug onto a human being, then they lose life. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They lose Probably. years in their lives because they get so anxious and stressed and their body can't handle it. The koalas? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... So we were contributing to... Yes. Their death. And so I'm like, well, why... It's like, I think it was a small increment, but yes. Okay. So that's what... Yeah. So it's not beneficial for them. No. No. I don't think... I don't know. I. That's why I was like, I want to hold one, but I don't. Did you? I didn't, actually. Did you, Leah? I did. It's okay. Call it's out. okay. It's okay. You know what? Out. I don't know if it was worth it, to be honest. It was like literally... It, it, they let seconds. you hold it for... Yeah, I held it oh. for like five seconds or something. Oh. And then I did it. Similar thing to me when I was in Morocco... I was really upset and hurt by the treatment of the camels. Mm. I did pay to ride one, and so I... Is that bad for them? They were just, like, being abused, and it was really sad, like, hitting them, hitting their legs to go up and down, and then, like, aggressively, like, forcing them to, like, walk really fast, like, and, like, with us, because there was a party of, like, 50 of us there, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people wanted to go, but I don't know. I don't know if I regret it or not. It was sad, but it also was a fun experience, (laughs) so... I know you're, it's a hard decision yeah. to make, but learned a lot about koalas, I guess, when we were there. <laughs> kind of sad. Yeah, I guess overall didn't affect us with location, but we heard a lot about it when we were there. If you guys would each share like a story about yourself or God, just anything about your time abroad, what was something that you learned aside from schoolwork? <laughs> Which we did all the time there. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so like I said before, there's just a lot of planning, a lot of anticipation, a lot of money and organizing and thinking and all that. Um, I'm sure you've heard before about study abroad like that. I think I really saw and learned just more about God's faithfulness and how he's really not bound by, like, my decisions and my, um, where I choose to go and just, I thought I knew that, but I really didn't understand that, I think. Until, until you were put in the situation. I was in the situation where, because um, I was deciding between a couple different places before studying abroad and looking back, like, in the scheme of things, like, that decision means, like, so little, like, to little to nothing in the scheme of, like, eternity. And at the time, it felt like a so much bigger, such a big decision anyway so yeah like I said I was kind of doubting things at first like oh did I make the right choice the right this the right that and I just learned that it's like a a lot of things like a lot of our choices aren't a matter of like right or wrong and it's just really about like trusting God and knowing that he's with me wherever I go and unless it's a choice to like you know sin or not to sin we have like freedom in choices aside from that and just like I I, if I could go back I would have told myself that like I can kind of chill out a little bit because wherever I choose to go like that like God is with me and that Mm -hmm. I can seek him and he can work in my life in any of those places so 
Um, the reason I'm saying this, that's kind of background, but like I said, I was like deciding between different places. And when I got to Australia, I was like, shoot, did I make the wrong choice? Like, I don't know, how am I gonna know, blah, blah, blah. And eventually I actually met super crazy. I was just um, on this boardwalk um, kind of near my dorm. And this lady just walked past me and she was like, do you want, she was like, hi, like, do you want to go deeper with the Lord? Like, just straight up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I know at first I was like, well, that's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then she literally... I almost just fell out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> she literally, like, on the spot, got me connected with her daughter. Um, because she's like, my daughter got me started on this... Um, kind of like Bible study, this book that she was going through, and she's like, it changed my life, like I wasn't a believer, and now I am, like it brought me to Christ Mm -hmm. and all this, and she's like, my um, daughter walked me through it, she's like, I have to get connected with her, Um, this was like off campus, so this wasn't even anything student related, yeah, so she got me connected with her daughter, and I literally met her daughter, like the next day at a coffee shop, and we just kind of shared our testimonies, and ended up having some like similarities in our stories too, and from there on, like, she introduced me to some of her friends, and it became, like, kind of, like, a small group for me, but they were very, they were, like, super intentional with me and just really believed that they were um, called to disciple me and really poured into me, and it was totally unexpected, and I still talk to them, um, two of them today, and we talk every week, and they, like, mentor me, and I think of them as friends, and they like really, really impacted my walk with Christ. So it's just crazy. That was probably the most like pivotal moment of study abroad because that just affirmed me like, wow, like it doesn't always matter like what I choose. It's like trusting that God mm-hmm. can, God is not bound by my silly choices and my, I don't know. Yeah. It was just very affirming and reminded me God's sovereignty and faithfulness. <laughs> nice. I love that story. That's really good. I had a similar thing, not as deep as that, but just like the worry that God can't reach you where you are. Mm-hmm. Like if God, if I'm not at Bethel, God isn't working in my life. Right. And that's just right. like the stupidest thing I've ever thought. But I also like understand because that's like you thinking mm-hmm. like God can't find you where you are. It's a prime example of what you just talked about, like mm-hmm. with finding those people to pour into you. And that's really awesome. Yeah. Oh, I something. didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just make you think of something that they actually taught me, but I will never forget they said this. They're like, if you believe a lie, like it might as well be true because you're going to live like it's true. You're going to, mm-hmm. all of your thoughts and choices are going to come out of thinking that thing is true, even though it might be a lie. Yeah, that's something I'll never forget they said, but that made that's me think of that. crazy. Oh, I don't like that. I like it. <laughs> like, it makes, I definitely think that's that. That's a stupid thing. It's like, it's... 100% true, but I didn't like the realization of that. Right. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. Okay. Right. Sophie? <laughs> I'm going to tap into that later. Cool. She's yeah. going to dwell on that as she writes in that down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For me, there's, I think looking back, there's a lot of things that I didn't really notice until I'm, like, thinking about that question. I would say God really showed himself, to me, this is so basic, but, like, one of the things is just, like, his beauty I'm not kidding you. Everywhere we went, it was beautiful. And obviously, mm-hmm. it's Australia. But I think when I came home, I recognized how beautiful my home was. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been like, oh, Minnesota's so cold. Minnesota this, Minnesota this. 
I would go anywhere else for vacation and I'm mm. like it's so beautiful it's so much better but I'm realizing like home is like the world is just so big so beautiful um I think I learned to appreciate a lot of things and that kind of ties into I think the people in my life I think I kind of took for granted my family in a way just because it's like oh I went to school super close to them mm-hmm. I would see them all the time you know it's easy to just be like okay you know like they're just there yeah. and when you're gone you're like wow mm-hmm. I really miss my parents mm-hmm. and I really value their opinion and I really miss my brothers and things like that and so I think the Lord humbled my attitude with mm-hmm. things that I took for granted at home mm-hmm. um, when I was in such a gorgeous amazing place you know there's a lot of things that the Lord taught me throughout that time I think also to just being confident in who I was I think I'm still trying to figure out who I was mm-hmm. especially with my religion and my faith not hiding it mm-hmm. like sometimes it's easy to mm-hmm. do I'm just like put it in the back burner not mention when you could. Um, My roommate was not a Christian Mm -hmm. and we would have the best conversations. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing because, you know, you have such different ideas and the way you grew up. And there was always people like that in my life growing up, but I never would get so deep with them like I did Mm -hmm. with my roommate to learn how confident I am in my faith and to show that to her and have her ask me questions to challenge me was amazing because I'm like what do I actually think of this like my mom and dad aren't right next to me to tell me the answer anymore Mm -hmm. you know like it's me and how am I going to act around these people and I'm not going to hide about it and things like that so I think I learned a lot of just like growth and confidence within my faith and just seeing God's beauty and knowing that he's everywhere no matter where you go and we'll take a little intermission (laughs) for snacks (laughs) and we're back And we're back from a short transition. All right, so it sounds like you guys have lots of stories from your time abroad. I know that every day is different, but could you walk me through, like, the most normal, like, typical day that you would have abroad? Mm, Was there a normal day? (laughs) Every day was filled with adventure. (laughs) It really was. I honestly, I don't remember really going to class that can I lie? Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, wake up with box nine. <laughs> I'm sorry. The news? Yep. No, I'd wake up. Oh, they would clean our room every Tuesday morning. What? Oh, yeah. Yep, they would come in. <laughs> so you'd have to get out. Cleaning ladies. The cleaning like ladies, the they would change our sheets. They would get up, give us more toilet paper. They incredible. would clean our bathroom, things like that. If you guys are listening, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, but you also stole my white dress that I accidentally left on my For sheets. Real? Yeah. Oh, they I accidentally stole because it was in your white. Because oh, it was white and it blended that's in. So sad. R.I.P. Anyways. Okay, so you'd wake up. Honestly, I'd wake up. I'd go to Lakeside, which is the cafeteria there. Get reusable cups because they are very um, eco friendly. Eco friendly. Yes, that's the word. Get some coffee. You know, get egg ben- eggs Benedict. Wow, I cannot talk. And avocado toast. Oh whatever my it was. Gosh. Just Yum. Looking at the little pond right in front of me with some bull sharks is just great. Go to class, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming, I, I think I had maybe like one or two classes a day, not even. Mm-hmm. There was a pool. So throughout mm-hmm. the day, I, I mean, that's probably why I don't remember because I, I was on my phone throughout class because my friends would be like, who wants to go to the beach? Who wants to go shopping? Who wants to go to the pool? Blah, blah, blah. Who wants to go do this? Because 
the UV would be like 13. It would get, yeah, it would get, it'd be like 11 on a regular. So you would want to go catch some rays because you got to come back tan. Yeah. <laughs> so we would, I would sprint out of class with my swimsuit on and just lay out a towel and I'd be right there <laughs> and it'd be great. I think we had like a bigger friend group, not to say that we're super popular, but. <laughs> but there is a good number of you. Yeah, there's a lot of people, and I'm not going to lie, almost every day someone would say, like, who wants to go to the pool? Or, like, I'm going to the mm-hmm. pool, or I'm going in to go get groceries, or I'm going shopping, and at least two people, three people would come with you and catch the bus. So there's always, like, you either go shopping, you either go to the beach, like, sometimes we would go there and get pizza and eat it on the beach, or we would go to the path, which was, like, 15 minutes away, like, mm-hmm. on the beach, too. So there's always, throughout the day, there's always options of, like, the same things, of, like, beach, pool shop, pav, or whatever. And then for me, later at night before dinner, my friend Liam and I would go boxing on campus. That's incredible. boxing instructor was amazing. So we'd do that almost every day and got super ripped. (laughs) But we would like go to Lakeside and meet all of our friends and then eat. We'd either do something fun, go to the blocks, which is where Leah lived, and we'd either, like, watch The Batch, or we'd play games, or we'd make TikToks. There's cockroaches everywhere, so sometimes oh, we would have yeah. to spend a whole night, like, killing, killing them <laughs> because they would go in their rooms and whatnot. Oh and so God. we'd get the Aussies who lived there, because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is easy, whatever, and we're, like, terrified of them. So basically, it was very adventurous, but always a lot of option with yeah. people. <clears throat> a lot of, like, very normal things that you would do here if it wasn't negative 20 degrees right. outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like there was a sense of, like, because we knew we weren't, like, obviously going to be there forever, so there was definitely a sense of, like, oh, let's just go, let's, like, go, go, go. Like, just like, do always. it. It was, I realized it did become pretty normal to just, like, go to, which sounds kind of crazy living here, but to just, like, go to the beach between classes and, like, yeah, be wearing your <laughs> swimsuit underneath, like, your clothes. <laughs> There's also a bus mm-hmm. system that could you could um, take from campus to bring you into different towns and like there's other shopping and stuff mm-hmm. she got um, used to the area that mm-hmm. kind of made it feel like home when you yeah. could yeah. get out there's a boardwalk right by campus I, I like to run outside so I would run on that and it's like really oh, nice it sounds but, horrible well you I would go super <laughs> early before it got before hot, it got which hot. was like perfect nice but Smart. we almost got kicked out of our friend's apartment right by the dock you would run on river oh, and remember we like climbed yeah. into their pool and went swimming with their clothes on they're like you can never go back here again that's what funny. a fun mem what a fun mem <laughs> that was when leah broke her foot and she went in, <laughs> in the water yeah that's the injury i was referencing earlier yeah. i uh we had a throw of my over the foot fence. the first like the second day we were there yeah we went surfing. when we were surfing it was so stupid <laughs> i like i it's not worth explaining Everyone just Are thought sure? she was a baby it's for it. It's not. Okay. She literally just... Pe- were I you don't think people understood how much pain I was in. Cause it, and I thought it was stupid, too. I was like, Leah, you're being a wimp. And then next thing I know, my foot's all, like, purple, and I, like, oh. couldn't walk <clears throat> walk on it. But I was, like, in denial, because I was like, there's no way I got hurt on the second day. Like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. And then I, like, so was actually so much impacted, pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... That's, you, yeah, that's why the luggage rolling down the hill was, that was so such terrible. a like, Yeah, you're like, I literally have a broken foot. Australia's not for that. me. And no one offered to get it. <laughs> we were, I don't blame them, though. We were all just, like, so sick of it. Yeah. Everyone has, like, six suitcases <laughs> with them, oh and they're God. dying. It was my own doing. I had to, I had to just suck it up. Um, <laughs> so, you guys are friends. What? From Bethel. <laughs> 
No um, <laughs> did you guys like plan to go abroad together to the same place? Regardless of that, I guess. I mean, that's important. But <laughs> can you guys share some pros and cons of going abroad with a friend, especially through a third party? Because I feel like it's pretty common mm-hmm. for students to go with friends through Bethel programs <laughs> just because like your pool of applicants is Bethel people mm-hmm. and you know a lot. But choosing to go somewhere new through a third party is pretty different. So what how was your experience with that? Honestly, we never talked about it. Yeah, we didn't like plan to go together. And it I just happened th- that you were going I together. I think we were the last people to know that we both were thinking about it. Like Leah would <laughs> tell her friends, which were my friends, then I tell my friends, and then they'd be like, "Wait, Leah's thinking about that." And then I saw you like, "Wait, are you thinking of Australia?" And you're like, "Yeah." And it was literally so random. And I was like, Kayla "How did you hear about it?" To one of, another girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's no plan about that, but I think when mm-hmm. we found out, we're like, is this actually happening? Like, are you actually doing it? And, like, mm-hmm. we both fly standby, so we we're trying to figure out flights together and mm-hmm. whatnot. But I think a huge pro was flying with you for sure yeah. to get there because that would have been so terrible by myself, I think, just to keep me sane. <laughs> because you're spending so much time sweating and you're on a plane and you're just living your days in a building. I feel like we've talked about sweating a lot. <laughs> yeah. Sweating and airplanes. We, are. we were sweating a lot. Yep. I think traveling together was a huge plus. And I think, too, one of the biggest things that I am, like, super grateful for Leah in going <laughs> with her was when COVID hit and we got sent home, mm-hmm. having someone who understood what I was going through because there's a lot of people who go and they study abroad and, you know, the basic, like, people making fun of you, like, oh, we got to, you studied abroad, you studied abroad, you <laughs> studied abroad. Yeah. And it's funny because I was that person, but now that I've studied abroad, I'm like, it's so true. Like, that's why you want to talk about it so much is because you're in a different country making new friends, doing so many things that no one can say that they've done. Mm-hmm. And you come back to reality and you're like, this is so weird. Like, yeah. I want to talk about it. And so, especially with COVID, having... Leah with me and understanding and knowing like what it's like to be sent home from such an amazing experience helped me a lot especially being in the same friend group you know someone just to talk to about like how you're doing emotionally Mm -hmm. and mentally Mm -hmm. and sharing you know the same memories together and whatnot but I think a huge actually no not a huge con (laughs) I was gonna say (laughs) to say something else a minor con cut that out cut that out (laughs) cut that out a huge con was having her literally there. No, I'm kidding. No, I think what I noticed, though, when you go with someone, it's, like, great because you have that person. But at the same time, when we met new people, it was kind of like we were interviewing the person or the people oh. while they're asking questions basically about us and we're answering for each other. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, she played soccer. Or, like, oh. we played soccer together. Or, like, we did Bethel, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really get to know us individually unless, like, we were separated. Yeah. So I think that was yeah, that's a, a con would, in a agree. way, not, like, in a negative way, but just yeah. it's a different way to get yeah. to know yeah. people when yeah. they come with friends. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Yeah. I, yeah, I like how you worded that. I would agree with, I'll just start with the con since that's mm-hmm. what she just yeah. ended on. But There's more than one. I agree. <laughs> Where do you want me to start? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm getting real deep after two agree. years of this buildup. <laughs> um, yeah, I would agree that it kind of, like, naturally was, it's kind of like a natural comfort almost to know mm-hmm. someone, which sometimes I think prevented me from, like, 
maybe doing things I wouldn't have otherwise. Not in, like, a big way necessarily, but, yeah, like, getting to know people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess I don't have much more to add on to that. Yeah. I agree, like, along those lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just going with someone is comforting, which is a bonus, but also sometimes not expanding yourself to the capacity that you would if you were alone. Right. Yeah. Because it's easy to revert back to Mm -hmm. that person. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like... You know, like, you made your own friends, I made my own friends, but also we had our main friend group together. Mm-hmm. We did our, like, we never felt, like, I never felt like, oh, Leah didn't invite me to that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, if I went somewhere with other people and Leah went somewhere else, like, it was never like, oh, she's going without me type thing. Mm-hmm. I think Leah and I were both very independent and good about that, so that's another yeah. pro, mm-hmm. which I feel like sometimes people can go with their friends and be like, you didn't invite me to that? I need to go with you. Like, we're friends from home. Yeah. Well, we mm-hmm. never we never did that. That's really good. Yeah. So we had a healthy relationship. <laughs> we love and you're still friends now. That's still why we're here. Still friends. We're hanging on by a thread, but we're still friends. <laughs> so you mentioned being sent home from COVID, mm-hmm. and that is one of my questions that I'm curious about. How, like, aside from being sent home, how did COVID... <laughs> you need to Stop saying that. <laughs> Why? I've never said this. Call back 19. COVID. Yeah. My eyes are so fast. I'm reading my question extremely fast. Um, so you guys mentioned COVID sending you home previously. Um, I'm just kind of curious, like, how did COVID impact your time in Australia aside from being sent home? And a follow-up to that. Um, if you could do it all over again, would you still choose Australia? Would you still choose the same semester and like have everything go down the same way that it did? Mm -hmm. Or would you change Mm -hmm. anything? Honestly, I don't really remember COVID affecting us that much while we were there because I feel like all of a sudden it was just like COVID, you're home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So we got sent home like over a month, a little over a month early. It started out just like, it's so weird to think about now, but we just like heard word through people like, oh, like, Clemson's getting mm. sent home, like, some, like, co- coronavirus, like, mm. yeah, right, <laughs> like, funny joke. And people actually went home. <laughs> yeah, we're, and like, we're like, what? <laughs> we're like, sucks for them. <laughs> yeah. And then next thing you know, like, week after week, it's like, all these schools getting, uh, pulling their students from study yeah. abroad, and they're like, mm. um, it's getting a little more serious, and we're like, what the, okay, like, okay, like, funny, like, what's going on, whatever. And like, like, who's playing this big joke yeah, on like, us? I feel like no one took it that serious at first. No. And then next thing you know, like, people we know are getting sent home. And then it's just, like, bam, 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 day after day. Like, more people getting pulled from their program. We knew the emails coming for us, obviously, oh. next. <laughs> I, I think it was, like, maybe a week of every morning we'd wake up and there'd be a mm-hmm. text from someone in our friend group saying, it's me. Like, I have to go home. <laughs> It sounds so dramatic. It is dramatic. We'd be like, no. And we would be sitting, eating lunch, and we would all be like, if you're not going home, I'm not going home. My parents said I could stay. I'm staying. (laughs) I'm staying. Like, we were all fighting it, and we were like, we're not worried. But then when it came to the email, like, Mm -hmm. you had to go home. And I think once the first people left, it became, like, we would all be in a room together. And I remember the last day we were all together, we were all just, like, sitting, looking at each other, like, crying. Because we're like... This pro this won't happen again. Like we will all not mm-hmm. be in the same room again mm-hmm. just because things change, people live out of the country, things like that. And I f- I feel like the last week was taken away from us because it was so mentally like confusing because mm-hmm. we didn't know how to like be happy and plan these trips and live our lives while we're terrified mm-hmm. of being sent home. But then what if we don't want to go home? Mm-hmm. Are they gonna force us? Like it was so confusing. So I feel yeah. like maybe it affect maybe for me it affected me more 
so not living, you know, the daily normal life that I'd live for mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks just because mm-hmm. of the news that I was hearing around campus and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel like I had, like, major trips planned in advance that got canceled, but, like, I kind of was living, like, oh, you know, like, I still have time to do this and that mm-hmm. if I want to. So, yeah, thinking I had, like, enough time to do more things I wanted to do, I wasn't as urgent on doing them. I don't know if I would have gone skydiving even if we stayed longer, <laughs> but I really wanted to face my fear yeah. of heights. I have a really terrifying fear of heights. And I had a chance to go prior to that in, like, the coolest place ever because some people we know knew were going. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go, and I remember thinking that last week, like, I should have gone, I should have mm-hmm. gone. Like, we, I feel like people were just getting kind of, like, regret. I don't know. At least I felt a little bit regretful oh, yeah. and just mo- emotions were kind of all over and... Yeah, it was kind of just, like, a very quick, quick, quick thing. Yeah. yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, I also was abroad spring 2020. Um, I was in Spain, so the same time as Leah and Sophie. Mm-hmm. So, I also experienced all the COVID scaries and those exact feelings of, mm-hmm. like, you're in class and someone just got an email that they have a week to get home. And they just, like, stand up and leave class mm-hmm. because why would they waste their time when they have, like, so many other things to do? And it was just, like, really jarring and very sad so I understand Mm -hmm. what you guys were feeling and going through I also was like I am not leaving I will stay here and then Bethel was like you won't have health insurance if you don't (laughs) come home and I was like oh okay like you will not be a Bethel student if you don't come home right now and we're like yeah shoot and then no but I was (laughs) happy I think I made the right decision because Spain then went into quarantine Mm -hmm. or like they were in lockdown for like seven weeks Mm. It was really scary. Yeah. Well, that was bad up there. Well, to follow up on your second question, though, 100%, I would do Australia over again. Mm -hmm. I am obsessed with every single person I've met there, and I think it's cool because our friend group still talks. We still have Australian reunions. I still have lifelong best friends Mm -hmm. from that group. They all had such different, unique personalities, and I think without each person at friend group, it would have been such a different experience. So 100%. I would choose Australia, and I think a lot of it was because of the people that I met there. Mm-hmm. Not to be cheesy, but... <laughs> no, that's... I mean, it's it's very cheesy, but it's the truth mm-hmm. for studying abroad, like, meeting lifelong right. friends there. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this will be, like, helpful or, like, what, like, you'd expect the answer to be, but it's not that I disagree with that. Like, I am mm-hmm. super grateful for my experience and the people I met, and like I said, like, my mentors that, like, totally impacted my walk with Christ... Um, but I also think back and I'm like, I was super, I was like always really, really interested in Europe and I kind of just, I don't know. I kind of think back to like, oh, like I, cause I still to this day, I'm like, man, like I feel like I kind of missed an opportunity there because mm-hmm. kind of going off what I was saying earlier about how God can work in any, like whether I would have chosen Australia or Europe or somewhere else, God can definitely work in that. So not that I regret it, but I do kind of think oh, I'd be curious to see like what would this what other? what this other experience would have been like in a mm-hmm. way. And I think it's also because I really was super interested in Europe, like long before I even became interested in Australia. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like I missed like a little bit of opportunity there, but not to say I can't go another time. I have seen just through people I know and other experiences that there is something really special about going going with like a Bethel group. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I've seen some groups get really close. Um, my roommate went and just their group became 
because they did absolutely everything together because mm-hmm. they traveled as a unit. Just hearing the stories of bouncing around Europe and stuff, and then they get to come back together and like continue to foster those friendships if <coughs> they choose. Mm-hmm. And it's just seemed a lot more easier of a transition in right, that way. Yeah. So I think about things like that. Um, that's not to say like regret my decision, but I do kind of wonder like, Oh, like, yes, I could have chosen something else and probably been, like, great, you know? Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I see that. That makes sense. I mean, also, you have your whole life to travel to. Mm -hmm. You should just... To Europe (laughs) with me. (laughs) Book a flight. Just book a flight. They're cheap. get a job first. (laughs) Yeah, or you could work there. True. I have thought about working. You would do really well in that environment. Be sweet. Fun. All right, so to end off the pod, I would really like to know, what's your biggest piece of advice for people looking to study abroad for students? I'm going to bring it back to God. I'm going to bring it back to God's sovereignty because how can I not? Um, Honestly, you love it. I thought I was, like, involving God in my decision beforehand, and I thought I was, like, like seeking him through it. But looking back, I really wasn't. I think I was overthinking the pros and cons on my own and, like, where should I go? What should I do? What am I going to get out of this? All that, like, kind of, I felt like I was kind of taking it in my own hands and just trying to, I don't know, I felt kind of controlling about it in my mind. Where looking back, if I just would have really just trusted God with all of it and just looked to him and all of those decisions, I think all that stuff would have seemed so much smaller Mm -hmm. and I would have been able to, like, see the big picture more going into it and maybe would have affected like like my experience from the start I mean obviously like seeking God is always the answer so I just wish (laughs) I would have like prioritized that first thing rather than like oh like yes God but I gotta go fill out this and this and this Mm -hmm. and like figure out this and this where like really that's not me like trusting God that's me saying yeah God but like let me go take care of it on Mm -hmm. my own first and then which looking back honestly I just would have given it all to him and seen what he would have done I just think it would have changed everything to be honest yeah I agree I think that no matter where you go or what happens in your life or stage or whatever like God's always working and um everyone handles things and has a different relationship with Jesus and so I think finding that if you don't have that but I think like finding it can happen when I mean happen anytime but when you're studying abroad and you're alone or if you're surrounded by people and you need alone time or things like that like you learn a lot about how you and your relationship with Jesus works but Mm -hmm. I think kind of tying back to being sent home abruptly a huge advice that I would share with people is just, if you're thinking about doing something, just do it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, I wanted to skydive, had the opportunity, said I'll wait, didn't get to do it. Dude, you know, so like, all, all my friends and I wanted to get lip tattoos, they all got it, but I got <laughs> sent home and I couldn't get it. And it's just like, you know, I wish, I wish I did so many more things that I kept saying, oh, I'll do that, you know, next yeah. week, next mm-hmm. month, next. Just do it. Psych. Do it now. Just when you, do when it. When you think of it, like, be impulsive. Right. Be smart and be safe, but also be impulsive and do the fun things when exactly. you think of Because you don't know when, hopefully, another pandemic doesn't happen for, like, a hundred right. years. But you never know. Right. I mean, and two, you never know what happens with life. So live each day like it's your last. Go do that thing you always want to do. Live your life to the fullest and love Jesus. Mic drop, we're all. I think that's a great place to end. <laughs> Thank you both so much. I haven't really, like, sat down and talked about your trip a lot. I mean, we talked after COVID happened, but mm-hmm. 
not much since then. So it was fun to hear both of your stories. If you ever have any questions at all, you can always reach out to me. Um, I am Megan Duff. I work in the study abroad office. Um, you could email us directly or even follow Sophie and Leah on like Instagram. Yes. They've been posting a lot of stuff and um, <laughs> they're always like looking to talk to people about their experience and help anyone with questions or ease anxieties or anything like that. So. True story. We love making new friends. <laughs> Slide Thank in our DMs. <laughs>